0: Landry had done his homework on his daughter's school. Gordon C. Tuttle High School was relatively new, only fourteen years old. In that time, the population in this area had boomed, and the administrative buildings of the school had been expanded beyond its original boundaries. He had the blueprints, and so he knew that security was housed in an annex across the street. Landry drove the half-block down to the school's maintenance yard and parked in the lot with the other personnel vehicles. He reached into the back for the jumpsuit and ball cap he always carried with him, as well as a pair of wire-rimmed eyeglasses and a lanyard with a generic card bearing the name John Anderson, Instant Janitor. He changed his footwear. One was a typical work boot, the other was an orthopedic boot, the kind a person would wear after surgery. He rummaged around in his toolbox for a cordless drill. He had two— and broke the drill down until it exposed the electric armature. He pulled the magnets from the armature and used a hammer to bust them into a powder. He poured the resulting magnetic dust into a rag, folded the rag carefully, and put it in his coverall pocket. Doing all this kept him from thinking about Crystal's terror and Luke's death. Landry didn't know how he could have reacted any faster, but if he'd been able to, Luke might still be alive. Could have, would have, should have. There was no point in going down that road. Stay in the moment, formulate a plan, check it twice, and hold on to your sanity. Landry closed up the van and entered the building. He glanced around for the security room. There was a knot of people, some of them police, outside the administrative offices. He could hear the crackle of their radios. Listening carefully, he learned that the parking lot where the shooting had happened, the crime scene, had been secured. There were cops, SWAT, ambulances, investigators, FBI, all of them on scene. The parents were to gather in the auditorium on campus where they could meet their sons and daughters—the ones who were alive, anyway. He wondered if Cindy was there yet, if she had met up with their daughter. Walking gingerly on the orthopedic shoe, he headed down the hallway to the office. Law enforcement didn't give him a first glance. The place was chaos. A glass partition divided the general space from the offices and back. Knots of people talked in hushed voices. There was a large police presence. They were already interviewing people. One woman was at her desk. He caught her eye and mouthed, Electronic Center? She looked at him, but he could tell her mind was elsewhere. I'm afraid I was sent by the FBI to make sure the Electronic Center is working It's important. He paused for a moment to let that sink in. But she didn't seem to be comprehending much. He added, Can you direct me? What? Still confused, distracted, devastated, still in shock. The Electronic Center. It would be a room, probably in security. Can you direct me? She nodded, finally comprehending. It's that way. She motioned to the north. Around the corner, the first door on the right. Okay, thanks. As he walked past, she asked, Are you with the FBI? My company is the subcontractor. Oh. She turned away, back to a knot of people who had drifted into the picture. He limped his way around the corner and found the room. He could have found it on his own, but he wanted to fit into the chaos, be a working part of it, "'interchangeable with other pieces, one of the crowd. "'That way no one would think of him as unusual. "'The hall was overflowing with people. "'He nodded and pointed to his toolbox, "'pushing his way through the crowd to the hallway leading to the electronics room. "'When he turned the corner, he was surprised to see the hall was empty. "'The cops had not made it here yet, but they would soon. "'He used a credit card to open the door, closed and locked it behind him, he had three minutes to do what he needed to do. First things first use a pair of locking pliers to clamp the door dampener above his head. This would prevent anyone, key or no key, from opening the door. Outside, he could hear babble, movement, an individual voice. They were on their way. He located the security camera box and realized pretty quickly that all he'd